often folks will threaten, well, I'm going to call my lawyer and the other person backs down. They're bullies. Yeah. You know, I've seen employers do it to employees. I've seen employees do it to an employer. Yeah. You know, because they don't know your rights. And we have a saying we like that says, if you don't know your rights, you might as well not have any. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Coffee Break Podcast, where our mission is to share business ideas, practices, and strategies while we enjoy our cup of coffee. Today's conversation is going to be around the practicality of legal advice. And before we get too much into that conversation, I want to ask you to do something. If you haven't already, subscribe. It's pretty easy and it's free. I don't even think that we've mentioned that before. It's absolutely free to subscribe. All you have to do is click the button. If you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, make sure you hit the like or follow button and make sure you subscribe on our YouTube channel. If you're listening to the audio version of this, somebody has sent it to you and you say, hey, what is this about? Uh, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're on. We have a brand new episode every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. about business ideas, practices, and strategies that are applicable to you. You as a business leader, as uh, anyone that is working as an employee or in the business world at all, practical information that will be beneficial to you. So we ask you to subscribe and share it if you think of somebody else that you know of that would get uh, get some value out of the conversation today. Our guest is Cheryl Scott. She comes from Canada, and she's going to be talking a little bit about uh, practical, proactive legal advice and legal things that you need to be focused on um, from a personal perspective or from a small business perspective. So make sure you grab a cup of coffee and get ready for this conversation. We got so much to say. We got a podcast to make. We're sipping on lattes. It's time for a coffee break. It's time for a coffee break. Oh, yeah. All right, Cheryl, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we're just sitting here chatting about Canada. So you're in Canada. Tell me a little bit about kind of uh, where you're located, because as we, I was just telling you, for, for me, for a long period of time, Canada was just up there. So uh, where, where, where about are you in, 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 in Canada? I'm in a tiny town called Plattsville, population about 800. Oh, wow. Very small. Yeah, we, we've got a hardware store that also sells liquor, but we don't have a gas station or a grocery store. Oh, wow. So it takes a little getting used to, but we're just outside of Kitchener-Waterloo, which you probably also haven't heard of, although we do have two universities and a college there, so it's well known for that. Okay. And Kitchener, normally outside of COVID, interesting fun fact, hosts the second largest Oktoberfest in the world next to Munich, Germany. Oh, wow. Well, that's that, yeah. that's a fun fact. It is. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully next year we'll get back to normal. And uh, I'm about an hour and a half west of Toronto. Okay. Now there is a... Most people know where that is. Yeah. Most people know where Toronto is or at least close to it. Um, and now that I've heard of a town in, in upstate New York called Plattsburgh. So no correlation. Okay, cool. Uh, Don't um, think so. <laughs> Let's uh, let's jump into it. Rapid fire, five randomly selected questions just to get under your skin with unknown point values, and we'll give you a score at the end. Are you ready? Sure. All right. Uh, number one, what is your favorite holiday? Christmas. Christmas. Why is that? Because it lasts the longest. <laughs> That's funny. I've, I've never heard anybody give that type of an answer, but yes, it does last. Uh -huh. I mean, we're we're effectively into it right now. 
Yeah, I mean, so many holidays we don't even decorate for, and Halloween's kind of come and gone in a couple of days, maybe a weekend. Christmas, at least, you put up the decorations in November, and heck, some of us keep them up all the way till Valentine's. (laughs) I've told this story a few times before, but um, I think it was either our first or second year of marriage. Um, We had a a small little house, but the uh, living room was kind of tucked away out of the corner, and we rarely hung out in there because, you know, we were young married couples and we were always kind of doing stuff. And we left our Christmas tree up until I think March, just because, you know, why not? All right. Why not? Yeah, why not? All right. (laughs) uh, Question number two, uh, what is your go-to TV show to watch at night? Mm, Depends on my mood. But White Collar is one of my absolute favorites. White Collar. Is that on... Is that a Netflix show? Actually, I don't know where it is now. Oh. I haven't watched it in ages. Oh. All right. Uh, let's it was see. Netflix. It was Netflix? All right. Uh, let's see here. Beach holiday or a ski trip? Beach holiday. Really? So when you go on to a beach holiday, where where is that for you? Caribbean. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's fair enough. yeah if we were skiing maybe we'd be in canada yes exactly likely not in ontario though all right uh question number four what is something that you accomplished as part of a team oh currently my husband and i and a friend who also happens to be a contractor and another friend who happens to be an electrician are renovating our 175 year old house wow isn't fully accomplished yet, but we're about halfway. That's a big task. Mm-hmm. Hundred and seventy-five. And COVID feet. just made it slower and cost more. Oh, but that's I, okay. I, I, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. All right, uh, last question: What simple food would you never eat? Parsnips. Parsnips. Mm-hmm. Great answer. Great answer. Okay, we'll give you a. We're going to give you a score seven hundred and ninety six. So congratulations there. Out uh, of parsnips, <laughs> and that just that just you just click. I don't even know that parsnips was in my anywhere close to my mindset. That's awesome. Okay. Well, there's lots of things you can you can disguise or cover up with sauce or gravy or ketchup and parsnips. No, there's just no killing that taste. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's jump into the conversation. So we're going to kind of wrap this conversation today around uh, proactive legal advice. I think that's, uh, you know, as we were chatting before we started recording, that was one of the things that you mentioned. And I, I found that to be a very, uh, very interesting concept. So as, from a small business owner's perspective, thinking proactively around what do I need to be prepared for from a legal perspective? Because I, I can tell you from perspective, from uh, from experience, when you start talking about out lawyers and legal and it comes to business it's like Ugh, let's steer clear of that it's going to cost mm-hmm. us a lot it's time consuming uh, I'm at a disadvantage because I I don't you know when I'm talking to a lawyer I'm not exactly sure of all the things so it's finding somebody that you trust somebody that's not gonna uh, cost a, a fortune and then actually make sure you get things done and I would assume and and I don't like to assume but I would assume a lot of small business owners over time just kind of push that off because of all of those various reasons of no uh, I don't want to deal with it 
it's too complicated. It's an unknown, and I just don't want to deal with the the the, the frustration around it. So, uh, from your perspective, obviously you're uh, you're you're uh, you're talking with small business owners quite regularly. Where do you see that, and 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 is that just a story that I made up on my own, or is that something that you're <laughs> that you're seeing across the board with other business owners? No, that that happens with a lot of business owners. Although I would say a greater reason why they don't use lawyers is cost. Okay. And they don't know what they don't know, particularly startup or prospective business owners. You know, often, and I think I mentioned my background is as a career coach, and I was working as a career coach during the last recession in 2008-9, and the number of people that said, you know, oh, if I don't get a job quickly, I'll just hang out a shingle and be self-employed. I'm a really good plumber, electrician, carpenter, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. And it's like, well, that's great you know all about plumbing. What the heck do you know about starting and running a business? It's not that simple. Yeah. There's other considerations. You need an A team of people behind you. If you don't have that expertise, you need an accountant, you need a lawyer, you need a financial advisor so that you don't fall into all the pitfalls and end up out of business just because you didn't know what you didn't know. Yeah. So right? that that concept that you're talking about from uh, being a practitioner and being a really good practitioner and then trying to flip the switch over to operating a business and, and walking into those unknown unknowns, the the things that you just didn't even have on your radar, like parsnips, right? Um, like I not even thinking about that, but all of a sudden here it is and now I've got to deal with it. Uh, so what do I do to deal with it? Talk to an expert. If it is not in your wheelhouse, find somebody whose wheelhouse it is. And that goes for legal, but also other things as well. Taxes, for instance, you've got to have a good accountant, right? I mean, you can, you can kind of muddle through, but you're going to miss stuff. Mm-hmm. You're going to miss write-offs. You're going to end up paying more, almost guaranteed. Yes, you may know you've got a legal issue and maybe it's little now, but if you don't deal with it, it's only going to get bigger and then it's going to cost more. So when I talk about proactive use of legal services. Mm -hmm. It's not that you even feel like you need them. It's the fact that you can get questions answered, information verified, or documents and contracts reviewed before you sign them so that you know exactly what's going on. You can have that expert explain it to you, go over the pros and cons. Many, many times people you know, launch into a business and think that they have to incorporate. Mm-hmm. They don't. There's pros and cons to that. There's there's a couple reasons why you might. One is shielding yourself personally from liability and protecting your assets. The other one is tax reasons, but it doesn't make sense for every business out there. And in the States, it gets even a little more complicated because you've got multiple types of incorporation. Sure. Up here, it's a little simpler. You're either incorporated or you're not. But it doesn't make sense for everybody. Yeah. And yes, we can go Google stuff. Mm-hmm. Who has time to spend hours on Google because there's just a myriad of information? And then how do you verify that, A, it's current, mm-hmm. especially with COVID, everything's changing, feels like minute by minute. And how do you make sure that it's valid for your state or province, right? Friend of ours has some rental units. He's, he owns a couple triplexes. And he had a lawyer look over his rental agreement that he downloaded off the internet. It was supposedly a standard agreement. Mm-hmm. And they said, eh, it's a good thing that your tenants didn't know this, 
But clause number four is actually illegal here in Ontario. Where the heck did you get this from? He's like, off the internet. We're like, yeah, this is probably for the U.S. Yeah. We understand the frustrations HOA board members and property managers face when deciding the best solution for their HOA and pool security. Should we use a keypad, hand out keys, or install a key card system? Do we even need cameras? These are some of the questions that are difficult to navigate, and we're here to help. At LockDock Security, we've spent over 20 years working with homeowners associations and property managers to find a system that best fits the pool and HOA needs. Camera systems for the front gate or front entrance, key card systems for the pool gates, or simply updating the gate so that it meets safety and code compliance. We like to take the guesswork out of the process to answer any questions and help find the right solution. Our mission is to help you protect your people and your property, and that includes pools. Contact our team today to schedule your free consultation for your community. I'm unpacking a couple of these things because I know in our business, you know, we have some folks on staff that read contracts are a big thing now, right? So we're constantly having to review new contracts, dealing with customer contracts and all that, vendor contracts, vendor agreements and everything else. I also recently saw a thread online um, in in kind of a small business uh, conversation with practitioners, right? And they had made mention that they had been in the in their particular industry for a number of decades, and um, they have never had to deal with contracts. And so they had a new customer that sent them a contract and said, "In order for you to do business with us, you've got to sign this some like you know twenty page contract." And their response to that was, you know, you can take that and and do what you want with it, but I'm not dealing with contracts. And and the reason that I bring it up is I think that maybe a couple of factors one of that is one, I don't have time to sit and read a contract. And even if I did, mm-hmm. what am I reading? The whereas is to such as therefore, you know, all that type of stuff. And now I'm just kind of overwhelmed and bogged down. But the flip of all that is because of one, my hesitation to, you know, my my lack of desire to understand it or maybe just I don't have the capability to to, to comprehend it right now is mm-hmm. going to take a business opportunity away from me because I'm not going to sign something, one, that I don't understand, and two, I don't have the wherewithal to kind of process and understand it right now. So therefore, right. it's a limitation of growth or advancement for your business. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's where a lawyer can be really helpful. But most people don't want to pay two, three, four hundred dollars just to have a contract reviewed. Mm -hmm. Now, if it turns out there's something in there, some red flags and, you know, they shouldn't even be signing it. Well, then it's probably worth it. But when the lawyer just says, yeah, no, everything's fine. Here's what it means. You feel like that's a whole lot of not wasted money, but not necessarily well spent money. Sure. So with with that, uh, you you mentioned this, you know, the you mentioned lawyers, you mentioned accountants, financial advisor, all of those types of things are things that you want to have when you're growing a business, when you're starting a business. Maybe you've already started a business and now you got to kind of backtrack on some of those things. Um, With that, I think a lot of people uh, that I've had conversations with, they will typically have one of those kind of three staples. And then that one staple will refer them to the others. You know, they, they all kind of have their network of people that they refer to. The, the question is where, because ultimately you, you can, you know, we already mentioned Google, you can Google business lawyer or business legal advice or whatever, and you're going to get just tons and tons and tons of results. 
is where do I even mm-hmm. start with that? So finding a trusted source and a trusted network, because that's where kind of what you're trying to find, right, is somebody to yeah. kind of a starting point where I don't have to process a lot. And we use this term a lot around here. I've got to burn too many calories to process this and think through this. So where can I go that it's going to make it easy for me to kind of do that right thing uh, or choose the right uh, the, the right um, support system? So tell me a little bit. Obviously, you've got Legal Shield on your background there. So obviously, <laughs> that's a thing. Explain to us a little bit what Legal Shield is and and why why that kind of situation helps or if does it help with that situation? Um, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of just finding experts in general, I would say ask other business owners, successful business owners, because part of the reason they're successful is they've got that a team of experts behind them. Mm-hmm. So that's a good place to start. Legal shield is an amazing resource for those that don't want to pay high price or can't afford the typical hourly rate of lawyers because you don't want there. A, there is no such thing as a bargain basement lawyer and B, even if there was, it's not what you would want, (laughs) right? The wealthy few can afford to keep a law firm on retainer. The very poorest of the poor sometimes have access to government funded legal services. But I know here in Ontario, I mean, you've, you've got to practically be starving to death before you can even afford it. And it's very limited. I suspect it's the same most places. So legal shield was created to serve everybody else in between families and businesses alike, which is a huge population. Mm -hmm. It is a monthly subscription. So Mm -hmm. it's a crowd sharing model, very similar to triple a in the United States or CAA in Canada. Right. A whole parking lot full of cars. All those car owners may have AAA. Mm -hmm. They're not all going to use it on one day. Sure. Ours is similar. All of our however many millions of members we have at the moment all pay a small monthly membership fee. They're not all going to use it every day. Yeah. Some might. Many of our family members only use it to get their wills and powers of attorney written and update it periodically every couple of years. The rest of it is. Just in case, yeah. a big portion of our membership is um, like insurance. It's more reactive. I mean, we hope we don't get speeding tickets. Yeah, We hope we're not going to get audited on our taxes. We hope we're not going to go through a nasty divorce, you know, or have children and family services show up at the door, mm-hmm. you know, or be in some sort of accident or get sued. So that's very proactive. You want it just in case. Yeah. And that's where the wealthy few keep that lawyer on retainer just in case. Most of us can't afford to do that. The nice thing about Legal Shield is we also get what the wealthy few get, and that's that proactiveness. You can ask questions, get information verified, have documents and contracts reviewed, get your wills and powers of attorney written ahead of time, prenuptial agreements, all of that sort of stuff to maybe avoid all those things that we normally think of as being legal situations. Yeah. People tell me all the time, I don't need a lawyer. I'm a good person. Yeah, but bad things happen to good people and good people can be in the wrong place at the wrong time and mistaken for a bad person. Sure. It happens. I mean, those TV movies don't come from nothing. Those ideas come from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, m- most definitely. And and I'm just trying to think through this, the the processing, because I know from our perspective, you know, over the years, of, as we've had to engage with different business lawyers for different things, I mean, it can cost anywhere between, you know, 
two, three to six, seven thousand dollars just for kind of a single uh, contract write up or or a, a process. So it can be costly it, the more frequently that you use them. And so having kind of that crowdsourcing option, um, it can definitely be a benefit. Now that's two two to seven thousand dollars in American Canadian. That's like five to ten thousand, right? Oh, at least yes. <laughs> <laughs> At least. And so Legal Shield for a small business starts as low as $45 a month. There you go. Interesting. Our biggest package for a company that's got a couple hundred employees, as is an example, is only $169 a month. So they're going to save a ton of money. Yeah. On the family side, it starts at $30 a month and it includes all areas of law like anything you could possibly think of. And the only thing that we pay extra, our members pay extra for out of pocket is where you would need to hire a lawyer to go to court for you or with you. Sure. And it's going to be extensive. So nasty custodies and divorces. Yeah. Lawsuits outside of civil court. Mm -hmm. We actually have some civil trial time included. Yeah. But if it's, if it's you know, some other kind of a trial, then that's extra. Criminal cases, those would cost extra, but you still get a 25% discount, which you, I mean, I've never been through a criminal trial, knock on wood, hope to never be, but I have several friends who've been through divorce and the cheapest one I've heard of so far was 80 grand. Yeah. 25% of 80 grand, that's a decent chunk of money. <laughs> yeah. It, well, and, and I think we, a lot of times we get kind of into that big, big stuff, right? The the things that we're really stressed about. I I can tell you from experience here recently, there's been a few situations just looking at uh, kind of family estate planning or family estate questions that, again, you can spend hours and hours and hours searching online on Google to try to find the answers and still kind of lack the clarity of this is actually what needs to happen. And having access to somebody like that that can say, hey, here's the situation, What's what's the next steps or where th- where do I need to go? Uh, having somebody to, to a trusted advisor basically to bounce that off of is is huge um, at a reasonable rate because I can even on that you know uh, pricing that out it's close to two thousand dollars just to get somebody to say hey here's what you need to do um, mm-hmm. and so you know from even what you're just saying there on a on an individual family plan that that definitely helps uh, to to get you down the path in a lot more reasonable expectation absolutely yeah and then you can use it for so much more I mean there's lots of things that we don't think of as being legal situations yeah you know personally or business wise you know our phone companies overcharging us five dollars a month you know they keep forgetting to give us that bundle discount or mm-hmm. loyalty discount or whatever it is. And you call them and they say, oh, we'll credit it on the next bill. And they do, but there it is again. And so you're phoning them every month. That's a a horrible waste of time. Mm -hmm. Whereas you could call the law firm, they write a letter, solved. Yeah. Suddenly, you know, it's amazing. Legal muscle goes a long way. I've also had business owners that have used it for help with collections. And it's as simple as writing a collection letter. And yet they'd already had collection letters from a collection agency that did no good. And suddenly it's coming from a high powered law firm. People pay attention. Yeah. It's interesting. And to your point about not knowing who to like and trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To open the yellow pages or just Google. How do you know which one is good, bad and ugly? Yeah. Well, yeah. Ask other business owners, but our legal shield lawyers, we've got one uh, primary law firm in every state or province and they have been vetted 
like it took years. Sure. So you know you're getting top quality lawyers. The average tenure of the lawyers within those firms is 20 years. Mm. Like they're not newbies, they're not paralegals, and they're certainly not students. Can you copy this key? That's a question we get asked about 3,422 times a year. And how can you actually be sure that the person who asked that question is supposed to get a copy of that key? Well, we think you should always know who can copy your keys to your business and your home, because it could be your neighbor, an old employee, a contractor, or even worse, your mother-in-law. At LockDock Security, we believe in protected key systems, so you always know who has a copy of your key. To find out more, visit LockDock.net or stop by our Charlotte location. LockDock Security, helping you protect your people and your property. So effectively what Legal Shield is, like you said, a crowdsourced retainer for, mm-hmm. for quality law firms. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. so our members benefit, our lawyers love it, because most of them became lawyers because they want to help people. And that's all they have to do is help people. They don't have to worry about keeping track of billable items, like how many faxes and emails did I send? How many minutes was I on the phone? Or worry about going and getting new clients because we're already their biggest. Sure. So what are some other, because I want to I want to really talk on the proactive side um, of, of uh, some proactive uh, legal advice or proactive legal things that we need to be focused on. I know we mentioned a will. It's, it is surprising. Um, and, and I think that all of us probably think about it when something happens or way too late. Um, so talk, let's, let's talk a little bit about that, but also talk a little bit about other proactive legal elements that uh, as business owners or as individuals that we need to be mindful of that we can uh, start taking action on. Yeah, wills and powers of attorney, or they have other names in different places, you know, living wills and and, uh, things, but so, so important. I mean, they are the last love letter to your family, Mm -hmm. and you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we hope we're going to live forever. The the interesting challenge right now is I talk to younger folks. They don't even know what the heck a will and a power of attorney is because they haven't had to deal with any, like no one close to them has died yet because everyone's living so much longer. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's typically when those conversations come up is following a funeral. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so we just, we need to be thinking about these things. And as business owners, I mean, what if, yes, there's death. Well, you're dead. So what are you going to care? But what if you fall into a coma and you come out of a coma you had nothing in place in terms of your business. The brother-in-law you hate stepped up and said, oh, I'll be happy to help out. And he runs it into the ground. You come out of your coma and you got nothing left. Brother-in-laws, <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> you know, one thing I have learned over the years, even before Legal Shield, death and money mm-hmm. brings out personalities in people we've never seen and will even bring out relatives we didn't know which may or may not even be legitimate relatives you know again those made for tv movies they get those ideas from somewhere exactly um some other proactive ideas you know should you incorporate if so when what kind of incorporation now you're suddenly growing you want to hire some people should they be employees or should they be contract workers very different scenarios both for you and the staff member mm-hmm. and pr- again pros and cons to both yeah you know and if they start out as contract workers when should they become employees 
right? Sooner or later, the government's thinking you're just doing that to avoid taxes and, and uh, <laughs> paying into some of the other government benefits, right? Yeah. There's certain things you need to do. You know, do you need special insurance for whatever business you're thinking of? People often think, oh, I could just start a business from my home. No big deal. Well, and it's not necessarily, I mean, you're not dealing with commercial landlord and tenant issues, but yeah, what about special insurance? Yeah. What about, okay, I'm going to put up a website. Well, you need privacy policies in terms of use and what the heck should they say? And now with COVID, you know, another good example would be folks that are unfortunately getting displaced from the workplace. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if it's a wrongful dismissal situation, you've got to deal with a lawyer because how do you even know if it really is? Yeah. And if you've gotten a severance package, you should not sign that without somebody looking at it because you could be entitled to more and you don't even know. Gotcha. And then when you go to get a new job these days and for a lot of jobs, there's an employment contract, Mm -hmm. a non-competition agreement, a non-disclosure agreement. And now all of these things also have these crazy COVID clauses that, as you pointed out, are written in legalese that we may or may not understand. Yeah. Right. So I'll give a few different examples. Um, a small business owner in the United States this past summer went to purchase a new vehicle. Okay. And they said, you know, sign here and we'll give you the keys. He said, no, I'm going to have my lawyer look this over before I sign it. I'll pick the car up in a couple of days. What? It's a standard agreement. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, but it doesn't cost me anything. So why wouldn't I? Well, the lawyers looked it over. They found almost $600 in frivolous fees that did not be, need to be there. They said, cross those out, initial beside them, give it back to the sales manager, see what he says. Sales guy looks and goes, wow, you're on the ball. Okay, <laughs> saved almost 600 bucks that he can now put towards his small business. Sure. That's huge. That can be huge savings. It's not always about what we make. It's about what we can save Yeah. <laughs> often. And so anywhere you can cut costs is terrific but you don't want to cut costs at the expense of service or product right yeah there's that old saying you get what you pay for yeah. <laughs> and it is true but cost sharing is just the way to go these days mm-hmm. you know i mean netflix there's a good example there are still folks using cable but i don't know why <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a valid point. I like the the concept of cost sharing and um and and you know crowdsourcing and we've we've kind of had that conversation, but the the cost sharing where um a, a lot of people pay a smaller fee to get access to something that they don't would normally be a premium. So uh, mm-hmm. it's definitely a valid, Absolutely. yeah, definitely a valid uh, concept. So uh, a couple of uh, kind of takeaways there: wills, powers of attorneys, uh, understanding uh, when to incorporate, when to when to not. Um, employee versus contractor uh, type discussions, uh, understanding requirements for insurance based off of the type of business that you're in, privacy policies for websites, knowing when those types of things need to be implemented, um, and uh, and employment contracts and uh, kind of understanding the aspects of that. I mean, just that alone, those are some common things that – you know, a lot of people don't take into consideration, but at the same point can cost you a lot on the back end mm-hmm. if you just let it slide. Absolutely. And one we haven't even touched on is taxes. Mm. 
you know, you open a business. Well, okay, do I, is that now just extra forms on my personal taxes or do I have to file separately? What if I'm doing businesses in multiple states and provinces and I'm charging tax, but the tax is different in those states? Do I charge according to my province or their state Mm -hmm. or how does that even work? And yeah, it can get pretty darn complicated. And is there any exceptions to tax laws? You know, up here in Canada, we've got GST in Ontario, and it's not supposed to be on essential items. Well, that list of essential items is not logical. Yeah. As far as I know, maraschino cherries are still on that list. Well, I mean, it could be essential. But women's sanitary items are not. Oh, well. Where's the logic in that? So you can't. What is that, what they say about if if you assume you're making an ass of you and me? Yeah. Yeah. You never want to assume anything. You know, you're starting out in business, you pick a name. How do you know that name doesn't belong to somebody already? Yeah. And how do you then prevent somebody else from stealing it? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, those are, those are, and all of those things that you just described, um, besides the maraschino cherries, but besides that are, are definitely conversations that we've had, you know, how do we identify that this is a name? How is it trademarked? How is it, you know, how do you go through that process? And again, you sit down with a lawyer and they say, well, before we even have the conversation, let's go ahead and sign this, which is going to be a $2,000 retainer. And then we can uh, even listen to what you're going to say. Uh, right. So, yeah, all of those things are there and they're real um, and and it can add up as as uh, unexpected cost for the business. So mm-hmm. looking at something like this, it's more of a fixed uh, budgetable number that you can have on, on hand and then have access to that. Right. And so we can we can you know, pretend like we're the wealthy few and literally not do anything without talking to a lawyer first. Yeah. You know, cause there, there are consequences to everything and where we may only see one option, there could be multiple options. We're just not aware of. So I'll, I want to kind of put it in this context cause I'm going to talk very kind of real on this. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of, a lot of people, and I, I'm talking some of myself here, a lot of people in a, uh, in a role kind of growing and leading a business don't, especially on a, in a um, aggressive growth process, are probably very risk aware, um, but they, they are not risk averse, right? So they're risk mm-hmm. takers. And so right. the, uh, when you talk to a lawyer, the lawyer is always risk averse because that's what they, that's what they do is they're, is they're kind of being mindful of here are all the risks that need to be laid out. And I think a mm-hmm. lot of times entrepreneurs, business owners that are trying to do those types of things are navigating and probably less on the assumptive nature, but more on the um, optimistic nature of let's just go get this done and and don't really worry about the risk side of it. And so I would mm-hmm. say that, all, and I'm kind of saying this to myself as well, having the uh, somebody there that can help help mitigate risk and have them on mm-hmm. on standby to say, okay, here's all the positives. <laughs> now you tell me all the all the all the issues um, is a good thing to bounce off because I would imagine a lot of business owners, especially in that entrepreneurial mindset get themselves into situations unnecessarily or um, unintentionally because they ju- it just ne- the risk never occurred to them and so yeah. that's uh, having somebody like that is would be a very huge value absolutely and anytime you're dealing with people so the minute you start hiring folks no matter in what regard things start to get a little interesting yeah 
for sure. And, you know, often folks will threaten, well, I'm going to call my lawyer and the other person backs down. They're bullies. Yeah. You know, I've seen employers do it to employees. I've seen employees do it to an employer. Yeah. You know, because they don't know your rights. And we have a saying we like that says, if you don't know your rights, you might as well not have any. Mm. Because what's the point? Yeah. You know, but for someone in business starting out or deciding whether to get into business, to be able to just say, hey, I'm thinking of starting, you know, a private plumbing company out of my garage. What do I need to know and what do I need to do? Like, it could be just that simple of a question that's going to lead to so much information. And the odds of them, you know, succeeding are going to be greater because they're going to avoid those pitfalls. Sure. No, that's valid, valid, uh, valid advice. Well, Cheryl, yeah. I, I appreciate the conversation today. It's uh, it's obviously made me think a lot. And I think uh, anybody that's listening needs to to kind of take heed on some of those things as well. If they want to find out more about Legal Shield and find out more about uh, how they can do that, how it, what's the best way for them to get in, in contact with you and uh, and make sure that uh, they can use you as a resource? Well, I will give you my phone number, 519-590-1115. Now, there is a chat box. Would the viewers be able to see that? Uh, on oh, on uh, the on this on our virtual meeting on the platform, yeah. Yeah, um, no, not right now. They won't. Okay. Yep. Okay, then I won't bother putting it there. <laughs> 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 and if they if they go to Legal Shield and if is there a way that they can sign up there and put in a code for you or do they need to contact you first? Um, there is it. I'll be honest, technology it's not at the top of the list that particular item, so gotcha. it doesn't necessarily always work. Okay, but uh, they can try it. My name is Cheryl with an S, S H E R Y L. Last name is Scott with two T's, but it truly is easier if they contact me first, especially as a business owner. Mm -hmm. For families, we have one legal plan. Easy peasy. Gotcha. For businesses, we have a choice of four. Okay. And it's way easier for me to just ask a few questions and narrow it down rather than them read through the myriads of information and then just be confused. Gotcha. So it really is easier to reach out to me. So again, that number is 519 590 one 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 five you can phone or text and i just need to know your state or province and then i can help figure out what's gonna meet your needs because you also don't want to overpay sure most and definitely have more than you need hey cheryl thank you for joining us today it was great uh information and something that we can all take and apply in our own businesses and our own personal uh personal lives as well from experience, a will is a definitely a great thing to have and go ahead and get that taken care of. Don't push that off. Um, it can definitely help your loved ones down the road. Again, those of you who are joining us, please make sure you subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, make sure you hit the like and follow button and subscribe because we've got a brand new episode every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. and we don't want you to miss out on a single one. So the best way to do that is to subscribe. We'll see you next time right here on the Coffee Break Podcast. Coffee Break Podcast.